Hello and welcome. This is Nathan Graham from That House Group, uh, formerly known as That House Guy. Yes, making some changes in business. Um, as you can see, I always do not have mirror on. So there, somewhere there, there's a logo. Um, yeah, we used to be That House Guy. I used to be That House Guy. Now we're That House Group, just to make it a little more inclusive and all the rest. So anyways, uh, welcome to my podcast. Um, what the What is Real Estate Podcast? Uh, we are definitely going back to that, but this is where I just get to help answer and talk to you about markets. I have this absolutely great program called Ask the Public, and it basically takes the top Google terms of what's going on in the world. And I just type in real estate, and it shows me what people are Googling about real estate. And today, we're going to answer the question of, if we can, when will prices increase? Now, again, this is uh, going to be showing up on YouTube. Um, on my podcast, please like, subscribe, follow me on YouTube if you like, I like these stats. But we're going to try to keep it in 10 minutes to talk about when it'll increase and just go from there. All right. Let's dive into it. Um, first of all, before we're going to caveat this whole conversation, if I had a crystal ball, I would not be doing these videos. I'd be making a whole lot more money uh, because I have all the perfect investments that are out there. And there's a lot of unknowns that are going to happen. So we're going to talk a little bit about those. But first and foremost, in a previous video, I talked about the state of the market. And we talked about how it does have the impression right now that it's leveling itself off. And this is great that it's finally doing this. Um, unpredictability is like horrible for investment. It's horrible for buying. You see the same thing happen in the stock market. The Fed makes, um, federal governments make announcements. You kind of see this, this staleness or this drop in the market because people don't know how things are going to react. And it's a fear-based decision. Well, real estate's the exact same way, just a little bit slower. We don't see a day-to-day -day price the same way we do in stocks. We happen to see it more on a month-to-month, week-to-week basis. Um, so it takes a bit more of an impact. So why am I talking about this? Because recently uh, in Canada, anyways, we did another um, interest rate increase. I believe it was 0.5%. Um, the good news here, though, it was smaller than expected. Uh, we were expecting a 0.75%. We all got a 0.5%. We are seeing inflation begin to slow down. And this is restoring confidence in the buyer's market, right? And so as a result, yes, we are seeing uh, the average 5% drop here, 5% gain, maybe 10%. If you watch my November stats video, you'll see that the average sale price in a slower month in November has happened to make this shift. Um, and I think it was like a 15% decrease in the average sale price, which is like 895 to 915. You do happen to see these little fluctuations, but the reality is we're beginning to stable off. And that's really what I want to really get the messaging here is we're finally beginning to get a little bit stable. Now, um, why is that? Well, first and foremost, we're seeing inflation kind of come back into play. Uh, we're seeing that begin that to start to drop, start to come down. Again, going back, it restores investors' confidence. We're seeing small things like gas prices begin to come down, especially in Canada, slowly but surely. Again, this is just all restoring, like getting rid of that, um, that instability of the market to restore back confidence to buyers um, that are out there in the market. I have a feeling in Q1, and I could be wrong, we still might see another small interest rate increase. Um, I'm kind of hoping not because Canadians, uh, I will say this, we are getting to the max of our budgets, right? So first and foremost, one thing that could put a ripple in this, and I don't think it will, but one thing that could put a ripple in this is if we actually start to see increases and we start to see power of sales and foreclosures. Now, they're not the worst thing in the world in a real estate market sense. Um, and I really hope no family has to go through that. Unfortunately, some will. And when I first got in the industry in 2010, uh, foreclosures, they weren't super popular. It wasn't a big thing, but they were in existence. Um, and I've had to, unfortunately, handle a few. So kind of want to say this. If you're waiting on that to happen, 
don't wait. Um, that is a big gamble. Uh, remember that stock market term, bulls and bears make money, hogs get slaughtered. And if you're trying to time things perfectly, you are just going to lose money. And right now, it is a great time to buy. Like we just saw a massive increase coming back from February. Um, we're still seeing a de or decrease story from February in um, average sale price. We saw big decreases going into August, September. And then October, November, we're starting that stabilization. I wish I had a chart in front of me to show you, but we're going to see that stabilization. So do not, do not take that risk. I do not foresee a flood of homes coming into foreclosure. That costs the banks money, that costs governments money, that costs elections. There's so many political and monetary factors of why I don't believe that's going to happen. The second or the next part that kind of goes in with that is, will we see some? For sure. Now, are we going to get lists? So one of those things that happened in Canada, like well, it's not going to be like the U.S. when stock crash. Our banking system is way too strong for that. So I don't have the exact article in front of me, but Scotia Bank basically warned that that we're going to have to do something about interest rates, otherwise people are going to go under. And so that's already coming on the radar before it's even beginning to happen, right? So don't wait for that. But number one, that could be something that affects the market. We're seeing stability though. Going into 2023, I think we're going to have our overall pretty flat year. It's going to be a great time to buy duplexes, investment properties. I think coming to spring market, you're going to start seeing a big boom. So as a quick side note, if you're looking at buying that duplex, if you're looking at buying that investment property, December, <laughs> December, January, February are probably going to be great times. Come the spring market, we are going to see it get hot again. We probably will start to see increases, especially if we don't see major increases, uh, interest rate increases. Or if they just stay the same, which is quite a possibility. They might just leave interest rates where they're at for at least one to two quarters and see how that responds. That's not going to last forever, though. And it's definitely going to be a worthwhile conversation. In my belief, as we come into 2020, uh, end of 2023, so mid to end, we'll have a spring market slow down in the summer. And then our fall market will pick back up the way it always does. But we're going to be hovering in around these prices. Let's say an average sale price of say 880 in Durham, upwards to 950, staying in there. Come 2024, we have a few other factors that come into play. We're ramping up towards an election year, an election year in 2025, if it doesn't happen sooner. That is going to play a big role. So you're going to see a lot of um, government promises, government handouts and things like that to kind of get everything in order because obviously governments want to stay in power. So I think we're going to see that play a little bit of a factor into what we see with interest rates. The other thing too, as they level up, I could see by second or third quarter, we actually start to see increased rates begin to drop as inflation and all these issues that COVID shut down stock start to melt away and go back into uh, let's call it day-to-day -day life from prior um, we're going to start to see those interest rates drop. The initial fear and the initial spike has done its job. It's doing its job and it will be fixed um, at some point by those times. This in itself is going to create um, a lot more buy opportunity, hence a lot more buyers, supply and demand issues come into play. But more importantly, I want to say the article is like something like 1.5 million immigrants um, for immigration um, in Ontario, especially by 2025, something like that. We need workers. Unfortunately, people are not having enough babies and we didn't have enough babies 20 years ago. We need workers. We have these jobs fulfilled. We need population booms. This is going to be a supply and demand issue. And uh, I'm not, I don't want to get political whether you agree or disagree with it. It does not really matter. But the landlocking of the horseshoe for environmental purposes really stopped a lot of building and expansion. So we don't have enough houses. And one thing I can tell you is that a lot of times when immigration comes over, if they're following the proper channels, basically what I mean by that is not refugee status, they're coming home over with money to invest in themselves. And they're going to buy property. And there's going to be things like, I think this is ingenious. 
some um, immigrant families, they'll collectively buy one house, get it paid off, and then go buy a second one. And then the third one, so you have three families living in one house, and then the next one, and then the next one. And within five, 10 years, they all own homes. It's a fantastic system. We won't have enough housing. So you couple in mass immigration with lower interest rates and not enough building, that's going to be the telltale sign. And I think by 2024, it's going to come to a head. Now, again, if I had a crystal ball, I'd be rich. I do not have a crystal ball. What I will tell you, though, I will think we're going to see home spike well beyond what we saw in 2020, 2021 by about 2024. So this is that opportunity. This is your 2015 moment. This is your 2018 moment to get into the market now. Buy investment properties, buy up as much as you can, because we have about one year of good pricing, in my opinion, and then it's starting to go nuts. So be very cautious on that. Now, what could throw a rope into this? Um, a lot of scary things that we're not willing to talk about, especially in Canada, but there's a lot of scary things that could throw loops into this. Number one, keeping with supply chain issues. Uh, number two, what happens with the gas and oil phase, uh, fields causing prices to go up if we're not going to be uh, producing enough energy and we're not weigh enough um, affordable ways of transportation of goods, then obviously prices and inflations keep going up, which is going to keep us in a more of a stale market for a lot longer. War has probably a potential going to play a role in this as well. Um, now, Canada is typically a safe haven for real estate. We don't get involved in war the same way that other countries do. So well, I'm not like super paranoid about that. Um, but we are having nuclear powers battle it out. So there is a conversation that could also play a role into what's going on. And trust me, if we ever get into nuclear war, your housing crisis is probably the last thing you're worrying about. So kind of a mute point to really discuss. That could play a role in it. I used to think a pandemic could play a role in it, but I, I, obviously that just caused everything to massively increase. Um, and then government changes can play a role into it too. Government policies. Um, so we have no idea what our current Trudeau government would have put forward, but he has put forward things that have slowed our market down. And he's done it in such a way that it does, like the act itself doesn't really slow it down, but the procedure is what slows it down. So as an example, um, when we put in a foreign buyer tax, that was all good. A lot of foreign buyers were ready to pay that tax. They just had no way to remit it to the government. And so that stopped a lot of buying power. It took about a year to two years for everything to come back up. In the end, though, Canada is still a very safe haven for investment and for, the, um, uh, for people to store their funds. So all these factors can play a role in either stale or make, stale, um, putting a stale part in our market or for prices to go down. What I really want to convey, though, is this is a conversation about when they will arise. My prediction is about the uh, Q3, Q4 of 2023. We'll probably start to see the minor increases into Q4, um, spring 2024 prediction. I think it's going to be bonkers. That's just uh, as of things look right now, it's going to go crazy. Um, that's my prediction. So take it for what it's worth. We'll just leave it. Um, I am a real estate professional. This is what I do. I look at stats. Um, your investment choices are your own, however you want to do it. If you are looking to buy a house, please, I, uh, again, I am going to completely mess this up. Nope, that way. Um, that is a QR code. Scan it. Reach out to me if you happen to have any questions. More than happy to help answer them. Until then, uh, it's Friday. So please enjoy your weekend. Have a great day. I'm going to exit full screen mode here if I can get technology working. And I will do another video on Monday. Chat soon.